Today's daf is Bavakama daf nun hey, and we are at the twelfth wide line on daf nun dalid omid beis vegabe shabbos minol. Today's daf is being learned as uschus for achenu bnei yisrael hanesunu batzaru vashivya. Today's daf is being learned as uschus refuah shalema for Yosef ben Pesel, and today's daf is being learned leilu nishmas rebavron tzvi ben reb shloima and leilu nishmas yisrael Yaakov. Ben Chaim Avro. So yesterday, seven and a half years ago, we learned the last Mishnah in Perik Shor Shenoga which is a little bit of a digression from the Bavakama Sugyas. The point that the Mishnah was making as it relates to Bavakama is that when it says in the Torah regarding the Mazak of Bar, the Nafal Shomo Shor Oichamar, you should know that Shair Oichamar is Lav Davka. Rather, all Behemois and Chayes and Oifes are included in the Halacha that if you are Yiftach or Yechre Abar and an animal falls inside of it, Balabar Yeshalim, you're going to be responsible to pay. Why then did the Pasik say Shair Oichamar? Says the Mishnah, Shedibir Akasov Bahoiva. The Pasik was discussing. A usual and customary example of where bar would play itself out. And back in the day, you had to be there. It was most typical for a bar to be mazik, either a shor or But in terms of being the davka, 100% it's not. And the Mishnah went and mentioned other parashtiyas in the Torah that mentioned laws related to an animal. And there too, the Mishnah says that although the Pasuk mentions specific animals, heavy idea it's lav davka. For example, as it relates to hafroshas har sinai, the Pasuk says that the animals were not allowed to get too close to har sinai. It's all animals. Tashlumei kefal, if somebody steals an animal. Hashavas aveda, if you find a lost animal. Prika, the mitzvah of azev tazev. Chasimah, leisachsim shar bedishai. Kelayim, Shabbos, the love of mechamer. The point is that although the Torah very often will single out specific animals, the truth is that the halacha pertains really to all animals, and if the Torah singled out an animal, it's probably because in that parsha, that's the Diber of Bahavit. Either way, the Gemara was going through all the different halachas mentioned in the Mishnah, how we know that the animal mentioned in that particular parsha is Lavdafka. We're up to the mitzvah of Shabbos right now. Now, as it relates to Shabbos, this is going to bring the longest discussion, and it requires a little bit of an introduction. So when you talk about Shabbos and animals, there's really two different parshias in the Torah that you could be referring to. One is the parsha of Mechamer, the other is the parsha of Shvisas Behemoth. The parsha of Mechamer, which is mentioned in the Aseris Adibra, states that a person is not allowed to work together with his animal on Shabbos. Now, the literal meaning of Mechamer is you have a chamar, and you're going to walk and lead your chamar as it's doing work in the field. That's something that's prohibited. It's a loisase in the Torah, as we're about to see. It's what's known as the lav of Mechamer. May inyan le inyan very much, but oisa inyan, there's an idea that a person has to make sure that his animals do not do work on Shabbos. Now, to be clear, Mechamer and Shvisas Behema are not the same thing. Mechamer is when the person is physically engaging in the work together with the animal. Shvisas Behema, the person is sitting at the Shabbos meal and he's singing smears. But his animals are out in the field and the animals are doing work. 
That too is also. When you do work together with the animal, it's more chomer than when the animal does work on its own. In fact, how much more chomer is it? If you do work together with your animal, you're over a loisase. That's why Mechamer is known as the love of Mechamer. As opposed to Shvisas Behema, which is merely an Israsa. In fact, the Rishonim say that the lumdus of how Mechamer works is if a person works together with his animal, we look at it as if the person himself is doing work. The animal is like his hammer. It's like his garzon. It's almost an extension of himself. As opposed to when your animal's doing work, you're really resting. It's your animal that's working. The Torah is mechadish, that you're responsible not only for your malacha, but also for the malacha of your animals. The point is that when the Mishnah says, Ule Shabbos, it's referring specifically to the lav of Mechamer. Now, where is the lav of Mechamer mentioned? We said it's mentioned in Daseris Hadibris, which means that it's not only mentioned once, it's mentioned twice. Because Daseris Hadibris mentioned in Parshas Yisroi, and then in Mishnah Torah again in Parshas Voschan. But if you look at the Psukim, the way the Torah describes the lava of Mechamer in Parshas Yisroi is a little bit different than the way it's described in Parshas Voschan. In Parshas Yisroi, it says the following: Zocher es yom Shabbos akatzer sheish es yom tavoy vasisa kol melachtech yom shvi Shabbos hashem alokecha lo isasa kol melacha ata uvincha uvitecha avdecha vaamoscha uvehemtecha vigeir hashem b'sharecha. So when the Torah says lo isasa kol melacha vechule uvehemtecha, what the Torah is saying is, thou shall not do any work on Shabbos together with your behema. What we know as the love of mechamer. In Parshas Voschanon. Shomer is Yom Shabbos Lekatshay. Kashut Tzivcha Hashem Lekecha. Sheish is Yom Im Tavoy. Vosisa Koma Lachtecha. Yom Shvi Shabbos Hashem Lekecha. Lisasa Koma Lacha. Ata Uvincha Uvitecha. Vavdecha Vamosecha. Vishorcha. Vchamorcha. Vchol Behemtecha. Vikerch Hashem Besharech Lamanya Nuach. Avdecha Vamoscha Kamoicha. So here too the Torah says Lisasa Koma Lacha. Vchulu. Vishorcha. Vchamorcha. Vchol Behemtecha. So in Parshas Yisroi Lisasa Koma Lacha. Uvem. In Parshas Vazchanon, it's Loisasa Kol Molacha, Visharcha, Vichamarcha, Vichal Behemtacha. So notice the nuance between Parshas Yisroi and Parshas Vazchanon. In Parshas Yisroi, it simply says Uvehemtacha, which is one Lashon Klali that incorporates all Behemos. In Parshas Vazchanon, it says Visharcha, Vichamarcha, and then only afterwards does it say Vichal Behemtacha. The Mishnah said, which means that as it relates to the love of Mechamer, all behemoths, all chayos, all oifos are included. The question is, how do we know that? It's going to be based on these two psukim that we just mentioned. So it says the Gemara, and how do we know with regards to Shabbos that the love of Mechamer includes all behemoths, all chayos, and all oifos, the Tanya? Based on the following price, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi said, Mishum, Rabbi Shmuel, the name of Rabbi Shmuel, Bidibris Arishon Yosnemar. If you look at the first Aseris Adibris, where the Torah mentions the love and Mechaber, it says, Avdecha va'amoscha uvehemtecha. It simply says the word uvehemtecha. Ubidibris ha'achroin Yosnemar. With regards to the Dibris ha'achroin it says, Vesharcha v'chamarcha v'chol behemtecha. Said Rabbi Yosi, quoting Rabbi Shmuel, Babli Shor v'chamar b'chlal kol behemahayu, Luchura Shor v'chamar were included in kol behemtecha. And if that's the case, why did the Torah have to single out Shar V'chamar? And the way that we show him explained the Gemara's Kasha, there's a double meaning in the question. Number one, if in the Dibris Achroinus it says already V'chol so why does the Torah have to single out Shar V'chamarcha? 
more than that. If by the Dibris HaRishoynois, all it said was Behemtecha, so you see you don't have to single out Sharcha V'chamarcha. So why did the Torah have to mention Sharcha V'chamarcha? Isn't it included in the word Behemtecha? How do you know it's included in the word Behemtecha? I know it from the Dibris HaRishoynois, and if it's mentioned then in the Dibris HaRishoynois, the word Behemtecha, so why would the Torah have to mention Sharcha V'chamarcha? So why was it singled out? teach me. That just like when it says Shor V'chamar. With regards to Shabbos, it's not only Shor V'chamar, it's also Chayev V'oiv, Pashit, because... It says v'chol b'hemtecha, and v'chol b'hemtecha is going to be marba. Not only shor v'chamar, but also chayv oif. Af kol chayv oif k'yoytzebehem. So too, every time you find in the Torah where the Torah mentions shor v'chamar, it's not only going to mean shor v'chamar, but it's going to mean chayv oif as well. So the reason the Torah singled out shor v'chamar was actually to teach me for other parashiyas in the Torah. That in those parashiyas where it says Shar V'chamar, it's not only going to mean Shar V'chamar, but it's going to mean Kol Chaya V'oif, or Behema also, Ka Yoitze Ba'ahem. So, it says Shar V'chamar is singled out in the parish of Mechamar, but it's not because it's Tavka, it's not Tavka. In fact, it's so not Tavka that the Torah wrote Shar V'chamar in the parish of Shabbos to know that every time it says Shar V'chamar, you should know it's also going to be Lav Davka. Now, the one thing the Bryce didn't explain, which sounds like that was the whole objective of why we set out on this discussion, is how do you know by Shabbos, Shor V'chamar is Lav Davka? Meaning, how do you know that all behemoths and all chayas and all oifers are included? And really, just from reading the Psukim, the most you should be able to walk away with is that all behemoths should be included, because it says Behemtecha. Now, it's singled out Shor V'chamar to teach me maybe... If you want to say every time it says Shavu Chamar, it's the rabbis or behemoths. But what do you see? Chaya. What do you see? Oif. Now the truth is, Chaya is also not fair because Chaya we know is bechlau behema. But oifos, and if you learn the Rishonim, you'll see that's really what the Gemara is trying to figure out. How do you know that oifos would be included as well? And the Gemara is going to ask it as a kasha. Ema, the Gemara, behema, the dibris of Why don't we say that when it says behemtacha by the dibris of that's a klal. Sharcha v'chamarcha, the dibris of is prat. And when it says sharcha v'chamarcha by the dibris of that's a prat. Now what's the rule if you have a klal on a prat? Klalu prat, we know the rule is that the klal includes in it only what it says in the prat. So why don't we say that the only time you chayah for the lava mechamer is if it's a shavachamar, but anything else not. Now this is an interesting klal or prat. We're taking the klal of the dibrisari shoynois and we're marrying it with the prat of the dibrisari and we're trying to make a klal or prat from that. So we're going to get back to that in a minute. But for now the Gemara's kasha is that why don't we say that Behemtacha of the Dibris HaRishonis is a klal, and Sharcha the Chamarcha of the Dibris HaRishonis is a prat, and the only time there should be a lav of Mechamar is if it's a Shar V'chamar. Amri. So the Gemara says, no, when it says afterwards, Bechol Behemtacha, the Dibris HaRishonis, Choza V'kalal. It's true, there's a klal and a prat, but there's also another klal. If that's the case, klalu pratu klal. What you have is a klal pratu klal. What's the rule? Iyat adon eloke ena prat. So klalu prat in bechlal alamach of a prat. But klal pratu klal. Iyat adon eloke ena prat. So we're going to be marbin now anything that's similar to shavu chamar. Ma prat mefurish balichayim. Listen to how broadly we incorporate. We say that just like a 
Sure. And a chamar is a balchai. Af kol balichayim. So to a mar, but all balichayim. And that's how you know it's not just a shavar chamar, it's also behema. And not just a behema, it's also a chaya. And it's not just a chaya, it's also going to be oifas. But the gemara says, behema, how do you know to be so inclusive? Why don't we say, maha prat mefurish dover shen velosay metama bemago bemasa? Af kol dover shen velosay metama bemago bemasa. Maybe we should say, keena prat, that it's true balichayim. But only Balichayim that are Dermit to Shavu Hamar. And a Balichayim that's Dermit to Shavu Hamar, from a halachic perspective, would be a Balichayim whose Nevela is Metama, Bimago Bamasa. So we saw this already in yesterday's Daf. We know that a Nevela is not only Asr Bachila, but it also is included in the parish of Toma. When you learn Mesech to Schulen, this is a very big deal. One of the differences between a Nevela and a trefa is that a nevela also has in it a parsha of tumma. Not only does it fall into the category of macholis asuros, but there's also a, a tumma v'tahira component to it. But the point is that a nevela is metama b'mago u'b'masa. Not all nevelos, however, are metama b'mago u'b'masa. There's one exception to the rule, and that is oifos, specifically an oiftar, which is metama only. But the point is, if the prat is Shavu Hamar, and we're being marba only in Shavu Hamar, so how do you know to be marba every Balchai? Maybe it should be marba only a Balchai that's similar to a Shavu Hamar, that's metama tumas nevela b'magu b'masa, avol oifes lai, as opposed to oifes, which is only metama tumas nevela so maybe that should be different. Amri, so the Gemara says, if that was or we were coming to be marba, meaning we're coming to be marba ke'ena prat in a very, very literal way. It has to literally be ke'ena prat. It's a balchai like the prat. It's matama b'magu b'masa like the prat. Then for that, all you needed was one prat. From the fact that we mentioned a second prat, that second prat is coming to be marba a little bit more, meaning it's coming to say that you don't have to be 100% ke'ena prat. As long as you ke'ena prat a little bit, Rashi's lashon is, you don't have to be ke'ena prat nishteyat stodem. As long as you ke'ena prat mitzad echad, meaning as long as you're a little bit ke'ena prat, you're balchai, that's going to be enough. Meaning if we wanted that it should be ke'ena prat bechol hatstodem, so then you would have mentioned one prat. Why did Torah mention a second prat, right? It's a good kasha. If you have a cloud prat to cloud, so what do you need a cloud prat prat to cloud? Just have a cloud prat to cloud. I would know ke'ena prat. So the second prat has to have meaning. It has to do something. Otherwise, it's here for nothing. So Balkarchach, it's coming to teach me something. What it's coming to tell me is it's coming to be marba. It's coming to say that even more in the Ke'ena Prat, that as long as you're shtickle Ke'ena Prat, I feel a bit sad, that in of itself is going to be enough. Now, this that the second prat is... Marba more is predicated on the fact that it's extra. I Meaning, because otherwise, why would the Torah have to say it? But the Gemara says it's not so partial over here. Why? Because which one of the two protos do you think the Torah could have written? And meaning, which one is extra? Because of Rachman as Shar, had the Torah written Shar and not said Chamor. I mean, I would have thought Karv Lagabim Zbechin Sheinu Karv Lagabim Zbech. Look, I would have thought there may be only an animal that's kosher to be put on the Mizbech, but an animal that's not right to be put on the Mizbech, maybe that's excluded. Kasra Chamor Chamor. So it needs to tell me Chamor. Meaning, I need Chamor even though it already said Shar simply to teach me all Balichayim. Because otherwise, I would think maybe only a Balchai, that's Karv Lagabim Mizbech. Because of Rachman Chamar, I had to tell you, mentioned Chamar, only, have I mean, I would have thought Kaddish Bebchayra in, Shein Kaddish Bebchayra Loi. I would have thought maybe only a Chamar, which is Kaddish Bebchayra. As opposed to an animal, which is not Kaddish Bebchayra. So a Chamar is unique, that it's not a kosher animal. It can't be put on the Mizbech. But at the same time, it has Kedushas Bechar, Kiyodua. So I would have thought that maybe only an animal that has 
Kedushas Bechayre, as opposed to an animal that doesn't not. Kasev Rachman Ashar. That's why the Torah said Shar. Now Rashi speaks out, if the reason we're mentioning Shar after we mentioned Chamar is to teach me even an animal that doesn't have Kedushas Bechayre, so we picked the wrong animal. Because the Shar does have Kedushas Bechayre. Shar Kasev Ayezki Yivale. So we know it does. Rashi says, Enochinami. But in Enoi Inyan, we would say, to an animal that has Kedushas Bechayre, Tnei Yawinyan, to an animal that doesn't have Kedushas Bechayre. But the point is that from the fact that the Torah wrote an extra prat, you can't be marba, even a Balchai, like an oif, that's not Metamatumas Nevela, B'magu B'masa. Because I need the extra prat to be marba, all Balichayim, even Balichayim that are not Karib on and even Balichayim that don't have Kedushas Bechayra, such as non-kosher animals other than the Chamar. So the extra pride is already taken to be Marba all animals. So how do I know to use the extra prat to be marba oifus? Again, the question is, how do we know with regards to Balaf and that it's not only a shor, not only chamar, not only behemoth, not only chayis, but even oifus, right? Really, that's the question. How do you know even oifus? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? It's a klal prat to klal. It says behemoth by the Dibras Arishonis, and then it says shor chamar and nachamo behemoth by the Dibras Achronis, klal prat to klal, iato don elo kein haprat, the Prat is a Balchai, so it will be marble all the Balchai, even Oifus, will be marble literally every single Balchai. But the Gemara says, how do you know to be so inclusive? Maybe only a Balchai that's similar to the Sharvah Hamar in the sense that it's Matama Tumas Nevelo, B'maga B'masa, as opposed to an Oif, that's not Matama Tumas Nevelo, B'maga B'masa. But the Gemara says, no, it says a second Prat. The second Prat teaches me you can even be marble Oifus. Predicated on the fact that that second prat is extra, but the Gemara says, I think we need the second prat to teach me all behemoths and all chayas. Because had I only had one prat, I would have thought kosher animals, only animals that have just bechayir, they go on the mezbeth. So the second prat is already telling me within animals that are matamba b'mago b'masa that all of them are included. So how do I know to use the second prat to go outside of the realm of animals that are matamba b'mago b'masa to even be matam to even be marba oifas? Ella says the Gemara, you're right. You have to say that you now remember everything. It's from the word. So what does it say? It says it in, by the Dibra Sachrein. It's the Sharcha, the Chamarcha, the Chol Behemtecha. And it's from the Vachol Behemtecha. It's from there. The word Vachol, that's what's marvelous. That's the Gemara. Interesting. You're going to tell me every time it says the word Kol, that is a Ribuy? Meaning, we're saying. That it's the v'chol that's being marba. Mitzad the regular gedarim of Rabbi Shmuelim, Rabbi Shloish Esser Midas, Satayr the Dreshes Bram, Klal Pratu Klal. Then you delimit it. You wouldn't know to be marba even oifes. Even though you have a second pride, you still wouldn't know to be marba oifes. But the word v'chol that's already a ribu that's coming to be marba. So Gemara says, aha. So you tell me every single time I have a Klal Pratu Klal, I have to revisit it now and see if the word kol is there. Because if the word kol is going to be mentioned, that's going to throw it for a loop, and you know we may have to rework all the limudim. Says the Gemara, I have an immediate question. Vagabi Maiser, regarding Maiser Sheini. So what's the halacha Maiser Sheini? Maiser Sheini has to be eaten in Yerushalayim. Or you have an option. You can be paid to the Maiser Sheini outside Yerushalayim. Take the money, bring it with you to Yerushalayim, and in Yerushalayim, buy food with it. Now the Torah over here is discussing what type of foods you're allowed to use your Maiser Sheini money to buy. Now, the Pasuk over there says, V'nosato hakesef, Bechol Asher Ta'ave Nafshecha, Babakur, Batsoin, Uvayain, Uvashecha, Bechol Asher Tesholcha, Nafshecha, Bechol Tesholcha, Bechol Tesholcha, Bechol Tesholcha, Bechol Tesholcha, Bechol Tesholcha, So the Pasuk really gives you a whole menu, a whole list of things that you're allowed to buy. You could buy Bakar, you could buy Tsoin, you could buy Yain, you could buy Shecher. 
And then it says, Uvechol Hashem Tisholcha Nafshecha. The Mishnah, and this Mishnah is in Masechtis Erevin from all places, says that halacha l'maisa, you could buy everything with the exception of mayim and melech. That's the halacha. So you want to use your maisa sheni money, anything you want you can buy with the exception of water and the exception of salt. How do I know that? It's learned out from a klal prato klal. What's the klal prato klal? The Gemara is about to tell us. So by maisa, where it says kol, yet we darshan a regular klal prato klal, the tiny balloon to the bride, and the salt, hakez b'chol ha-shetav and nafshecho klal. Sounds like you can buy anything you want. If you have a taiva for it, buy it. Sounds like, no, very specific things. You can buy flesh, you can buy wine. That's a second cloud. Cloud pratu cloud. So Chazal said that what could you use? Just like the prat, everything mentioned is a peri that comes from a peri. Right, an animal that comes from an animal, or wine that comes from grapes, which is in and of itself a fruit. Vigidule karka, and animals and peyros are gudule karka. Peyros are obviously gudule karka. Why are animals gudule karka? Because they attain their sustenance from the karka. I've called primi pri vigidule karka, as opposed to mayimumelach. I am the beginning of the third paragraph of But the point is, is that we see that we darsh in a good old-fashioned klal pratu klal. What's the kasha? The kasha is that it says over there, the word kol, v'nosato hakesef b'choy l'ashnet ha'aven nafshecho b'abokr b'atzoyim b'yayinu b'shecho v'choy l'ashnet ha'olcho nafshecho. So it says clearly the word kol, and even though it says the word kol, still with darshaning a regular Klau pratu klau. So how could you tell me that even though with regards to the lava mechamer it's a klau pratu klau? But it says the word v'chol, and from the word v'chol we know to be marba even oifos, even more than the klau pratu klau. You see by ma'isasheni it says the word kol, and we darshan a regular klau pratu klau. So the Gemara says the answer is amri bakol klala koil riboy. There's a difference between bakol and koil. So bakol is a regular klal. And that's what it says over there. It says bakol twice in the parish of Ma'i That's a regular klal. As opposed to the word kol, or vichol, right? But here the shayrish of the word is kol. So if the word is kol, that's already considered a riboy. Mara says iboy is same, or you could say kol nami klalohu. It could be the word kol is also a klalohu. Meaning we're not going to stop being mechalic between bakol, mikol, and kol, right? Bakol and kol, they're both kolos. And just like by Maishasheni, bakol is a regular kol here too, it's also going to be a regular kol. Miu, so how come over here we darsh in a riboy? Hai kol dahocha riboy hu. This kol specifically is a riboy. What? Because me, the havelina michtov, uvehemtecha, kidechsibe dibrisarishoy noise. Because the whole word v'chol is extra. Why did Torah have to write the word v'chol? It could have just said, v'sharcha v'chamarcha, v'behemtecha. Like it says, uvehemtecha, in the Dibrei Sarishoynois. The whole word call is extra. So it's not the call. That every time you see the word call, you know it's a riboy as opposed to a cloud, and therefore it changes the way you make the limudim. It's the word call in this specific parasha. Shema mina riboy. That's how you know that it's a riboy. Says the Gemara, Hashad Amr kol riboy hu. Now that you're telling me that the word kol is a riboy, that the the dibris are rishonis, the shavu chamor, the dibris are achronis lamali. So the gemara's kasha is so basically you're telling me that the chol behemtecha is a riboy, and it's coming to be mar by everything. So now the question is, why did Terry have to say behemtecha by the first dibris? That's a little bit of a hard question to understand. I mean, the 
Torah mentions the Dibras of Rishonis, it's Chazar Sashir, that's what Mishnah Torah is. But also, why does it say Sharcha V'chamarcha regarding the Dibras of Once I have already the Choban Pecha by the Dibras of I know everything. So why did Torah mention Sharcha V'chamarcha? Meaning, if the way I know everything is based on a cloud, Prato cloud, right? that's the Gemara's Kasha. So I need the first Bam Techa, I need the Sharcha V'chamarcha, and I need the V'chol Bam Techa. But if you're telling me it's all V'chol Bam Techa, the Gansalimut is in those two words. So why do I need the first cloud? so to speak. And why do I need the two prats? Everything is included in the second cloud. So the Gemara says, Amri, the reason is going back to the end of yesterday's daf. The reason the Torah mentioned Shor was like Muri Shor, Shor Lechsimo. To teach me that when it says, Lisaksim Shor Vadisho, Yislav Dafka. Chamar, the reason the Torah wrote Chamar is like Muri Chamar, Chamar Lepriko. That when it says, also if Tazoi by the Chamar, it's no Salav Dacho. And the Hemtecho, the first Bemtecho that it teaches me is like Muri Bemtecho, Bemtecho, like Kalayim. That when it says, Behema by Kalayim, it's Slav Dafka, but includes Oifis and it includes all the different animals. As the Gemara, one postscript, If you're telling me that the Chol Behemtecho is Marbe everything, and from there I learned that Kalayim also everything is Nisraba, here's the point that Kalayim is learned out from Shabbos, right, Rashi, Ihochi, the Kalayim is Shabbos Yofinon. If we're learning Kalayim from Shabbos, then why is the Noah's a Kalayim by a person? Why is there no whistle for a person to do malacha together with an animal? So usually, if someone asks you that question, you would say it's a silly question. It's a klutz kasha. Why is there no whistle for a person together with an animal? It's because it says animals, and a person's not an animal, right? Chai b'chal Adam's not b'chal So if that's the case, so why would you think that's talacha? But now that you're telling me that the gedorim of behemah as it relates to kalayim is learned out from Shabbos, and by Shabbos, a person can't do malacha together with his animal, this is the parsha of Mechamer from where we're learning the definition of Behemah as it relates to Kalayim. So why don't we say that there should be an Issa for a person? Now how do you know there's no Issa? Alam it's a Mishnah. Adam Mutterim, Kulam, Lachresh, Velim A person's allowed to Akr, and he's allowed to Shlep together with his animals. There's no Issa. Amr HaPapas, HaPapas said, Papunoi, Yodi, Taimid HaMilsa. Papunoi knows the answer to this question. Umani, who's Papunoi? Rav Acher Yaakov. And what is the answer? Amakra, it says, Laman Yunuach, Abduch and we learn from there that you have to rest together with your Evan and your Amalahanochi as it relates to resting. So there you have to rest together with your Evan, your Amal, and your Behemoth, etc. etc. But Ludavaracha not, so there's a meat in the parsha of Mechamer and in the parsha Shri says Behemoth that teaches me that although the person is somewhat equated to the animal, but it's Tafkin that parsha. As opposed to any parsha that's even learned out from this parsha, such as the parsha of Kalim. So a little bit of Cheshman, just to come up for breath for one second, and that is so we had here the Dibri Sarishinois and the Dibri Sarchroinois, which the Gemara is about to segue into a nomad of a god of the Gemara. That topic. And specifically, the Gemara brought a Klau Pratu Klau between the Dibrei Sarishoinois and the Dibrei Sarachroinois, which at first glance is very, very interesting. Klau Pratu Klau usually is in the same Pasik, or at the very least, in very, very close proximity. Here you have Parshas Yisrael and Parshas Vazchanon, where we're making a Klau Pratu Klau. It says, Behemtecho by the Dibrei Sarishoinois, Sharcha Bechamarcha, and again, Behemtecho by the Dibrei Sarachroinois. We make a Klau Pratu Klau, we're getting involved in Rabbi Yishmol Oimer. Luchura, how does this work? And the MS is, in the rules and regulations that govern Klau Pratu Klau, there is a rule that says that if the Klau and the Prat are Meruchakim Zemizeh, 
It doesn't work. And at first glance, this would seem to be a first-degree violation of the principle of you can't dash in klal prat to klal. So who asks this kasha? Toysa asks the kasha. So top toysa is on the yomim, on dalad, on the days. The hemtacha, the dibris harishon is klal. Zok toysa is loy choshev le klal uprat hamuruchakim zem mizeh. This is not considered a klal uprat hamuruchakim zem mizeh. And the reason is that achroi nois verishon nois chadam ilsehi. Because the dibris harishon nois and the dibris achroi nois achadam ilseh, the zacha v'shama bedibur echanem. So everybody knows that by the mitzvah of Shabbos, by the dibur sarishoynes, it says zacha seyem Shabbos akacha. By the dibur sarachroynes, the parshas was chanon. By the mitzvah of Shabbos, it says shomer seyem Shabbos akacha. Chazal say zacha v'shama bedibur echanem. Says Toisvus, if zacha v'shama is bedibur echanem, so it comes out that these two parshas are not miruchakim zebazeh. In fact, it was bedibur echanem. Now the truth is, at first glance, Toisvus is tzarich beer. Just because Zohar v'shamar were bedibur echanemru, how does that make that the psukim in Parshas Yisrael and the psukim of Parshas Vaschanan are suddenly next to each other? What does it have to do with the fact that Zohar v'shamar is bedibur But Pashup Shad and Toysvis, and this is the way the Achreinim understand Toysvis, Toysvis is saying a moir de gazach. He's saying that Zohar v'shamar bedibur echanemru is lavd after Zohar v'shamar. But really, the entire Aseris Adibris of Dibris Rishonis and Dibris Achroinis were Bedibur Echanemra. So if you look through the parasha of the Aseris Adibris, Dibris Rishonis, and then you go through the Dibris Achroinis, there are many differences. There's many Shinuyim. There are nuances. But there are many, many nuances. It says Toysvist that you should know. The Dibris Rishonis and the Dibris Achroinis were all Bedibur Echanemra. Not just Zachar Vishamar, everything. Which means that the behemtech of the Dibris Arishoynois and the Shach of the Chamarcha, the Chol Behemtech of the Dibris Arishoynois, they were all Bediburachot. If they were all Bediburachot, that means they're Mikurovim. Meaning, what's the Taich of where it's Miruchaka Mikurovim? It's not so much the way it's written in the Torah, it's more the way it was presented. And being that usually it's written in the Torah the way it's presented, right, some sort of say there, and as a result, that Miruchaka by definition. But the Yoyste says, had the result Toysis, what Bediburach and Emru, said, Kum Toysis, they were Mamish said, Benashima Achas. The parish of Shabbos and the Dibbis Arishonis and the parish of Shabbos and the Dibbis Arishonis. So this is not just not Miruchakim. So if that's the case, this is not a Klal Uprat or Miruchakim and that's why this is not going to be a cash. So it's Mashmal Luchayr from Toysvis that Zohar V'Shamar B'Diburach and Nemru is loved after Zohar V'Shamar. But really it's true. For all of the Dibbis Arishonis and the Dibbis Arishonis. I think it's good to speak out that in the Ramban Allah Torah, in Parshish Yisrael, it's before it's not that way. The Ramban says, Va'amar, quote, Zohar Yisrael Meshavah Zakachai, Ube Mishnah Torah Kosov, Shomar Yisrael Meshavah Zakachai. Now this Ramban right here is a very famous Ramban Allah Torah. There's a lot happening in this Ramban. This is what the Ramban says, that the reason I say is Doich Eloi, I say Kosah. Say is Ahava, and Loisna say is Yira, and Ahava is Doich Yira. There's a lot happening in this Ramban. This is Bederich Agav, something that maybe can get overlooked. So it says, the Ramban, that it says, by the Dibbis HaRishoyinu, Zohar Seyem HaShabbos HaKadshe. And then it says, by the Dibbis HaRishoyinu, in Mishnah Torah, Shom HaSeyem HaShabbos HaKadshe. For Rabbi Seinu Hikpidu Bozeh. Meaning, Chazal, they shteltzach on this. For and they said, Zohar V'Shamar, Bedibur Echanem, they were both true. And they were both said, Bedibur Echad. However, says the Ramban, V'loi Hikpidu B'Lishoyinu Yisacherim Shenischalfu Behem. Chazal never shteltzach on all the other shinuyim that you find between the Dibbis HaRishoyinus and the Dibbis HaAchroyinus. V'akavon Olohem, and Pshad is as follows. Ki zochar mitzvah saseh. 
What is Zohar Seyem Shabbos Lekatshe? It's the Mitzvah Sasei of Shabbos. V'shomar etzlom, Mitzvah Sloi Sasei. What's Shomar? Shomar is the Mitzvah Sloi Sasei. Shekol Mokim Shenemer, he's Shomar Pen Va'al, Eino Yelo, Lois Nasei. Yazir Shenishmar Oisoi Lekatshe. V'shaloi Nechalolehim. Meaning, Zohar and Shomar are completely different in Yonim. Zohar is Asei, what the Ramban's about to call Ahava, and Shomar is Lois Nasei, what the Ramban's about to call Yerim. And it's for that reason that Chazal had a kpeda in the word of the Ramban for the shinui between the Dibris HaRishoynes and the Dibris HaAchroynes. Because we know the Dibris HaRishoynes is Shechin Medaberis Metachroynes on Moshe and Dibris HaAchroynes is Mishnatayra, that's Moshe, right? That's Hayo Be'er Moshe, Satayra, that's a whole different Indian. But in Royal Moshe, Sheyach Lepidiri Hashem Mitzvah Saseh, Mitzvah Loi Saseh. So Chazal were hikpidu they didn't understand Moshe Rabbeinu was changing from Zohar to Shomer. That's a fundamental shift. That's a major difference. It's not the essay of Shabbos that was said. It was the Lois essay of Shabbos that was said. How could you make such a shinoi? So therefore, Chazal had to be Miyashiv, and they said, must be, they were both said. Zohar and Shomer, which is but the point is, that must be what happened. Avil says the Ramban, but if you're going to find the shinoi in the Dibur Hasheni, from the Cholt Muna, that it says by the Dibris Arishoynes, the Omar Cholt Muna, without the Vav, by the Dibris Arishoynes, the Chesroin Vav, or the Hoisnef Oysa, the Va'alshilation, we added a Vav to the word Va'alshilation, which you don't have by the Dibris Arishoynes, the Chen Kol Kayoitze Bezevashara Dibris, and similarly many such Shinuyim, Ein Bekach Klum, that doesn't bother me, Ki Hakoil Echod, it's all one and the same. And therefore, Chazal didn't feel that they had to say that all of that was also B'dibur Echanemu. So, Meir de Gramban. The Raman seems to say that there are many Shinui between the Dibur Sarishoynes and the Dibur Sarachroynes. But the only Shinui that you soidi is Shomoy Asiyem Shabbos Akachi versus Zohar Asiyem Shabbos Akachi. And that's the only one that Hikbidu Aleim Chazal. And it's the only one that Chazal had to say Zohar Vishomoy B'dibur Echanemu. All the other Shinui, says the Raman, Embekach Klum, Ki Akoil Echod. And being that it's hakoil echad, I mean, these are words in the Torah and not just in the Torah, and that's Seris Adibris, the Ten Commandments we're talking about. But the point is hakoil echad. And being that hakoil echad, so Chazal would never mock it on it, and that's why Chazal never said regarding that, Bidiburach and Emre. But Pasha, the way you understand the Ramban is that Zoch of Hashomer, Bidiburach and Emre, was Davka regarding Zoch of Hashomer, as opposed to everything else. Either way, there's a Toysfis here tucked away in Bavakamba Dafnun Dalad on the days where Toysfis says, that the Shomer V'Zachar B'Dibur Echanemer was not only with regards to Zachar V'Shomer, it's the Dibris HaRishoynes, Dibris HaRishoynes, from the Rabbana Pashas Yisrael, it's Zichar Na Mashma that way. Either way, I think this Toysmas and this Ramban is a very good segue to this next Gemara that we're about to learn. Shol Rab Chanina Ben Agil as Rabchir Barab, so Rabchir Ben Agil asked Rabchir Barab the following question: Mitneima b'dibris harishoynus leneba behem toiv, u'b'dibris ha'achroynus neba behem toiv. So we're talking about shinuyim between the dibris harishoynus and the dibris ha'achroynus. That's the theme of the klalu prat that we have between the dibris harishoynus and the dibris ha'achroynus. Ramban brings it out very, very stark. But there's differences between the Dibris HaRishonites and the Dibris HaRishonites. And Reb Chanina ben Agul asked Reb Chiyabarabu, he said, I noticed the difference and I don't understand. By the Dibris HaRishonites it doesn't say Toiv, and by the Dibris HaRishonites it does say Toiv. So where is it not say Toiv by the Dibris HaRishonites, and yes say Toiv by the Dibris HaRishonites, Kabedesovicho ve'esimecho, lemanya richon yomecho, alo adoma, asher Hashem alikecho noisin lach. 
That's by the Dibri Sarishoinus. Doesn't say the word toiv. So, with regards to the mitzvah of Kibbutz of Aim, by the Dibritz Achroinus it says Laman Yitavloch, which is Toiv, and by the Dibritz Harishoinus it just says Laman Yerichon Yomech, it doesn't say Toiv. So, he says, Why is it that by the Dibritz Harishoinus it doesn't say Toiv, and by the Dibritz Achroinus it says Toiv? Amaloisi told him, Before you ask me, why it does say toiv by the Dibbas Arachronis and not say toiv by the Dibbas Arachronis, Sha'aleni, you should ask me a better question. In Nema Behem Toiv, in Laf. Meaning, why are you asking me why it doesn't say toiv by the Dibbas Arachronis? Kilo, you know for a fact that it doesn't say toiv. What you should be asking me is, does it say toiv by the Dibbas Arachronis or does it not say toiv by the Dibbas Arachronis? And Rabbi Rabbi told Rabbi Rabbi, the reason I'm telling you that is because I'll be honest with you. You apparently are smarter than me. She'eni yodeya, I don't know. Imnemabem toiv and laugh. So he said, Klach etzel rab tanchum bar chaniloi, shayurogel etzel rab Yeshua ben Levi, shayuboki bagada. He said, this is not a question for me. I don't even know if it says toiv or not. So what I would do is I'd go to rab tanchum bar chaniloi. He was a rogel. He was someone that used to spend time with Rabbi Shul ben Levi. Rabbi Shul ben Levi was a baki be'agada. And because he was a baki be'agada, he's someone that's going to be able to shed some light, I believe. So he's the person you should go to. See, you'll be mevar if it says toif, and not only be mevar if it says toif, but you'll be able to understand why. If it doesn't say toif, it actually doesn't say toif. Either way, also legabe. See, he went to Rabbi Tanchon. On my lace, he told him like this. I'll be honest with you. I spent a lot of time with Rabbi Shul ben Levi. He was the mori da'agada kiyodua. And I never heard from him on this singing. I'll tell you what I heard from another year, and that is the The reason it doesn't say toif by the Dibris Harishoinois is because the Dibris Harishoinois, the Luchais were going to be broken. And because they were going to be broken, so therefore the, toif was, the word toif was not mentioned. I wasn't doing anything. We don't want that the word toif should be broken. Because if the word toiv is going to be broken, chas v'sholem, paska toiv Yisrael, the word toiv is not mentioned. And the reason it's not mentioned is because it was goli v'yodul, if name misha amma v'hoya o'elam, that it was going to be broken, the luchay sarish toinus, and we didn't want that it should be paska toiv Yisrael. On this note, amr rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that's the right case, right, tes if somebody sees the ois tes in a dream, simen yofaloi, it's a good simen, my time, what's the reason? Is it because... Toiv starts with a test. Well, I'll tell you another word that starts with a test, which is not so good. Ema, maybe what the letter test is referring to is a passage in Yeshaya that says, Now that passage is a bad passage. There's a lot of tests in that passage. And maybe that's what this ice test is, right? It actually sounds a little bit more reasonable. If somebody sees a test, it's that passage that talks about all these tests. By the way, if that passage sounds familiar, because it comes up in a few places in Shas, this is one of the psukim that the Oilam didn't know how to interpret, and they learned it from the Amsa de Rebbe, from Rebbe's maidservant, who was a big bucky in Lashonis, right? The Rambam in his Akdama to his Pirish Hamishnayas. So he talks about Rebbe, who wrote the Mishnah, and how he wasn't just 
etc., etc. But he was also someone that was a master of languages. And he said he had a tremendous ability to communicate and to write. And he says, even his maidservant, you find, was a linguist. And she was someone that had this very, very exceptional vocabulary to the point that Chazal learned the definition and translation of many words from the Amsterdam Rebbe. This was one of those words. But maybe this is what it means. But the Gemara says, no, just the opposite. If a person sees more than one test, okay, maybe this is the Pasuk over here. But if it's one test, it's Lehedia, not this Pasuk. But the Gemara says, Eima, maybe the Pasuk it's referring to is Tumasa Bishulea, which is a Pasuk in Eicha, also a very bad Pasuk. Tes base Kamrina. No, you saw a test and a base. Tes base sounds like type. Eima Tavu Ba'aret Sha'arel. That's a test and a base. Also a Pasuk in Eicha. The Sha'arim of Yushalai and the Beis Amikdash, they all sunk into the ground. So again, maybe it's referring to a bad thing. Ella, you have to say, the reason is different. Hoylu Pasuk by Akasov Betoi Vatchila. You want to know why the ice test is a good ice? It's because the first time that the Torah ever mentions the ice test, it's in a very, very good context. Shemi Bereshis. Because if you start from Bereshis, Bar Lekim, Esa Shemayim, Vesa all the way until Vayar Lekim, Esa Ar, Ki Toiv, like Sif Tess. So the first time it ever says the ice test, it's regarding the word Toiv. And it's for that reason that the ice test is synonymous with Toiv, so much so that if somebody sees a test Bechaloim, you should know that it's a simen yafav. Amr Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, a hespid If somebody sees a hespid in his dream, chasu olav min hashamayim. It means they're having rachmanis on him from shamayim upadu. Meaning this person was in a matzav of tzara. That's why you saw a hespid. But at the same time, he was saved from the hespid. How so? So the ois hay and an ois ches are interchangeable. And the way we interpret the dream, literally, is Hespid, meaning chas, miloshin rachmanis, pad, miloshin redin, pityoin. So this person was in an esara, that's why he sees hespid. However, it was chas pad, he somehow got out of it. The Gemara says, This is only true if he sees the word hespid. If, however, he has a dream and he's taka by his hespidim and this is what's going on, then it's not such a good simon. Then you should uh, try to be poisi But the point is, if a person sees the word hespid laid out, that already is going to be a different story. Not for now, but it's just Kedai to mention the Maramachim, there's a Teres Chaim right here on this Gemara, where the Teres Chaim has a whole arichos about dreams and about the fact that we're mater cholim, or we try to do atavas chaloim during berchas koyanim and davkan yontif and the period that we say ribanu shaloylam etc etc. He has a whole arichas, a few pages here, very very yisaidi, different in yonim that we've spoken about over the years. But one thing that I think is kedai to mention is that the Teres Chaim says that why is it that berchas koyanim at the time of duchening that's a time that's mesugal for a person to do atavas chaloim. He says it's based on the Gemara Masechtas Brachas. But the Gemara says that the reason a person should be concerned about a dream is because there's an idea of bechaloim adarbaya. Kodesh Baruch communicates with people through dreams. In fact, the Gemara says a chaloim, a dream, is one-sixtieth of nevuah. It's one-sixtieth of nevuah. So if a person has a bad dream, that means he had a shtickle nevuah about something bad that's going to happen. And it's for that reason you have to be concerned. Right, And it's something that you have to be a little bit worried about. So he says that when the Kaihanim Duchen, the Kaihanim are B'madregas Hanavim. And he says, if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. What was a Navi? A Navi was someone that communicated what Hashem told him to communicate. Right, the word Navi is from the Lashen of Nivs Fasayim. 
he was a token, right? That's the Ran's famous Kashan, the Josh Saran, where the Ran asks that he doesn't understand how Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest Navi to ever live, yet he was an Arouse for sign. The whole point of a Navi is to talk, so you would have thought he would have had the gift of gab, right? Of public speaking. Yet Moshe Rabbeinu Tavka, who's the greatest Navi, is the antithesis of what the Navi is supposed to be, Milosh and for sign, right? That's the Ran's famous Kashan, the Drosha. But the point is, is that what is a Koyan doing? A Koyan is communicating what Hashem told him to communicate. So at that time, what he's doing is, he's being a Navi. So says the Teres Chaim, that if you count up all the Oiseas in Berchus Koyanim, there are 60 Oiseas. The Yisoyed of the 60 Oiseas is, because it's Nevoah, it's Nevoah that's made up of the number 60, a dream is Nevoah, but a dream is Echad Mishishim. We know that this Bittel Bishishim, and therefore this man of Birchas Koyanim has the ability to be Mavatal, the bad dream. Bishishim, that's the Oymik, says the Teres Chaim, of a person having the ability to get rid of a bad dream. Dafka at the time of Birchas Koyanim. Either way, Zokta Gemara Vaitavachim So specifically, as it relates to the Issachalim. Issachalim is not only true for Behemoth, even though in the Torah it says Behemoth, but it's true for Chayis and it's true for Ephesus as well. Amr Shlokish, Rishlokish said, Kanshan Rebbe, in this Mishnah, Rebbe taught us the following halacha. Tarnagol, a chicken, Tavos is a peacock, who Pesyoini Rashi says is a type of Slav, of Slav fame. Kalayim Zebezeh. So if somebody would work with them together, etc., it would be Kalayim. Zemar says, Pshita, what was Rishlokish come to Mechadish? Obviously, Kanshan Rebbe. Rebbe said that you have. Kalayim even by Oifis. Okay, so these are Oifis. What's the Chiddush? I'm Rav Chaviva. Rav Chaviva said, I'll tell you why it's a Chiddush. Mishum de Ravu Bahadiyadad. Because they all live together. How do they I would have told Minchad. Do mean that they live together? Maybe it's all one Minchad. Ashmalan. That even these Oifis are going to be included in the halacha. Meaning, when Rebbe said all Oifis are included and he didn't exclude this, Kanshan Rebbe. This is where Rebbe meant that even that's going to be included. I'm Shmuel. Shmuel said, Avos. The Avos Habar, a goose and a wild goose. Kalayim Zebazet. They're considered Kalayim. Even though they're both geese, so you could have thought that maybe not, they are. Maskaflo, Rava Bar Ravchanon, Rava Bar Ravchanon, that's my time, a while, Lechura, they're both geese. Elenim, from the high Aruch Kuyay. The high Zuter Kuyay is the reason because one of them has a longer beak than the other. Elamiat, if that's the case, Gamlo Parsev, Gamlo Tayo, a Persian camel and an Arabian camel. The high Olam Kuyay, the high Cotton Kuyay. One has a bigger neck than the other. Hachinami, David Kalayim Zebazet. So you're going to have to start measuring literally within species each animal and if this is neck is a little thicker than the other one so all of a sudden it's going to be climbed no one ever heard of such a thing the reason is something else it's related to the fact that one of them has its beitza mi bachutz and one of them mi bifnim. Rapapa and Rapapa said, Hatuuna chada beyasa beshichla, Vatuuna kama beyasa beshichla. It's related to the fact the way that these geese lay their eggs. One of them does one at a time, and the other one is kama beyasa beshichla, and that's what the difference is. If somebody would take two different fish and be marbia, he would be over the Issa Malchus, meaning he would mate them together so there would be Malchus. My time, he's over Kalai. It says the word Lemineo when Hashem created all the land animals, and it says it also when Hashem created the sea creatures. So we make Xayr Shava, and just like there's an Issa to be Marbia, to mate them together, as it relates to the land animals, so too as it regards to the fish as well. If somebody does work with a goat and a shibut, a certain type of fish, is that an Issa Kalai or is that not an Issa? Kalayim. Meaning, does Kalayim include this fish or not? Me, I mean, do we say, 
right? These are animals that live in two different areas. So one person lives in, at land, the other person lives at sea, so therefore it's nothing. I see doing work with the two of them together, so maybe it should be an Issachalai. Says, the Gemara mask of the Ravinos. Ravina heard Rechabas Kasha and he said, Elamiyat, if you think this is a Kasha, let me ask you something else. If somebody would take a Chita and a Saira, he would take wheat and barley, put it in his hand together, the Zara, and he would plant. Now, Chita Ba'aretz, he planted the wheat in Eretz Yisrael, Saira Bechutzaretz, and the barley was in Chutzaretz. Okay, now I'm the Machayev. Are you telling me you'd be Chayev over there? Interesting, Sushtel. What's his point? Kalayim is only in Eretz Yisrael. Chutzlaretz is no with Kalayim. So what if you have one of the Midim in Eretz Yisrael, one of them is Chutzlaretz? You're going to tell me you're going to be high? Like you? Why is this not a question? If you're telling me one in the Yam and one be Abasha could be Kalayim, then if one of the Midim is in Eretz Yisrael and one's a Chutzlaretz, it should also be Kalayim. Amri, said the Bnei Yeshiva said, right, Amri is a big Baba Kama word. Amri, said the Bnei Yeshiva said, Hachi Hashta, Hasam over there, Eretz Makim Chiyuva, Chutzlaretz, Lai Makim Chiyuva. Over there, there, one is a Makim Chiyuva, the other one's not a Makim Chiyuva. Eretz Yisrael is a Makim Chiyuva for Kalayim. Chutzlaretz is not a Makim Chiyuva for Kalayim. Hacha, but over here, Idi Vidi Chiyuva, over here, they're both a Makim Chiyuva. And being that they're both Makim Chiyuva, so over here, you would have thought that there should be a problem. Meaning, we said a minute ago that meaning that fish are included in the Isser Kalayim. Fish are included in Kalayim and behemoths are included in Kalayim. The question is, if you have one fish and one behemoth, I hear that's a shayla. But as it relates to Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlaretz, Eretz Yisrael is included in this Kalayim, but Chutzlaretz is not included in this Kalayim. So being that Chutzlaretz is not included, it's over there, maybe you think it's different. Either way, or not maybe, for sure it's different. So Rechava said, that's why I didn't ask your Kasha Ravina, I'm asking the Kasha. Oh yes, bottom line is, Hadron Alach, Shor Shenogach Eshapar. So we have to start the next paragraph. We have to. We're about to start one of the most gishmaka prokim and shas. Right? For some people, this is the first parak you ever learn. Elamitzias, hakoines. Right? There's a few prokim that kids learn first. Yeshoimrim hakoines. And if it's not first, it's second. And if it's not second, it's third. There's a reason. It's because it's it's mesuka midvash v'noifes sufin, etc., etc. The bottom line is we're going to make aschol on parak hakoines. We're going to go through it a little bit too quickly, and then Bezer Hashem will slow it down over the next week or so. But either way, if somebody has sheep, and he brought the sheep into his deer, right, the pen, wherever it is that the sheep live, and he locked up this deer, and he did it properly, and somehow the son got out, and the damage, why? Because as long as you watched your son, so... You're exempt from any damages that occur. And the reason is because you're considered to be an oinus, an oinus rechmanapatre. And even though we know that when it comes to Adam Amazik, Adam Mudla Oilam, Bain Shagi Bain Mazid, Bain Oinus, Bain Ratzin, but when it comes to Niske Mama in there, it's different. And over there, you're part from oinus. So as long as you are Nabal Fanakara, you lacked it properly, that in of itself is going to be enough. What if a person took its sign, he brought it into his deer, and he didn't lock it properly. And it went out and it damaged. Chayiv, then the Allah is that you're going to be chayiv. Why? Because you didn't watch it. And if you don't do a shmira and it damages, you're chayiv. What happens if you are and then at night, somehow the wall came down? 
The door somehow burst open. Listen, or listen came, and they're the ones who knocked it down. And the reason is because this happened that night. You're sleeping. You had no way of knowing that this is what occurred. So the Allah is you're going to be potter. If the listen took it out, then the listen themselves are going to be chayav. Tosa speaks out that if it was Pertsua listen, if the listen just took down the door, then you're potter, but the listen are also potter. When it's Hoytziyu a listen, when the listen themselves take out the sign, so then listen chayovim, then the listen themselves are going to be chayov. So if the listen just knocked down the door, the listen are actually not chayov. If it's Hoytziyu a listen, then already the listen are going to be chayov. What's the difference? We're going to get to all this. Hinicha b'chamo, if a person took his sign, he brought him into the deer. However, he left the sign out in the sweltering heat. So it's schwitzing and schwitzing, and then it somehow barged out because it couldn't handle it anymore, and it was massive. If somebody had sign, and he asked the Cherishite Tvakadam, will you please watch the sign for me? And it went out and it was massive. So the Allah is Chayev, you're going to be Chayev. And the reason is because in both of these cases, you consider it to be a Peshea. Meaning, what's unique about these two cases? You did do a Shemira. I was Nabuchadnezzar. I gave it over to a Cherishite Tvakadam. But it's not considered a good shmir because now now karoi where it's inicha bechama, you know this animal is going to try to get out. Thus, you consider it a pesheya when it gets out, not anoyness. You give it over to a cherishay to the cotton. What did you expect to happen? And as a result, you're going to be chayv. Masrul raya. If you give it over to a regular raya, a shepherd, nichnas raya tachtav. So then the raya is going to be responsible, right? This is one of the ideas that we spoke about in, in the raid. And that is that the Raya, the Shoimer, is considered the Bailim when it comes to Niske Mamun. It impacts the Chakira Hayadu. If an animal fell into its neighbor's garden, Venenis, and it had Hana. So it fell into its neighbor's garden, and it happened, Ba'inis. Rashi says it was maybe on the roof of its owner, and it fell into a field that's adjacent to that roof. And it had Anna, so the owner has to pay Masha Nenis, meaning you don't have to pay Masha Hezika, you don't have to reimburse for the entire damage, but at the same time, we try to assess how much Hana this animal had, and whatever the Hana was, that's what you're going to have to pay. Yard Hezika, if the animal went not by falling off a roof, but it just did its thing, and it was massive, and you didn't watch it properly, then you have to pay for the entire damage. What's the formula that we use? To determine Masha Ziko, Shaman Beisa, So we take a Beisa in that particular field and we make an Ashuma. We ask ourselves, How much was it worth when this was there? How much is it worth now that it's not there? Rab Shimon says, That's not the way we do it. If you ate Beiris, Mishalam, it's Beiris Gemurim. I don't know. You ate Beiris, figure out what the Beiris worth. You don't take a Beisa, work backwards. You ate Beiris Gemurim, you pay. If it was a saw, you pay for a saw. If it was two saw, you're going to pay for two saw. Either way, this is the first Mishnah here in Parakakoinus. There's a lot going on. Everything is going to be discussed in the Gemara. It says the Gemara. What was the first halacha of the Mishnah? Hakoinus soin ladir, the na befanel karoi, the yatze the hezika, potter. Loi na befanel karoi, the yatze the hezika, chayat. If someone has tzoyin, and the tzoyin was masik, am I chayev or am I potter? It depends. If I was no b'fanel karoi, I did a shmira, I'm going to be potter. If I was loy no b'fanel karoi, then the halach is, I'll be chayev, because I didn't do a shmir. What's the taich of no b'fanel karoi? The word roi is where it's at, right? In both cases, you are no. 
What does Karoi mean? Says the If this door can withstand the Ruch Metsuya, that means it was a Naba Fanel Karoi. But if this is a Dallas that can't withstand the Ruch Metsuya, meaning you need to make sure that this Dallas can withstand a Ruch Metsuya. Now, you don't have to make sure that it can withstand the Ruach She'en Metsuya. Meaning, you don't have to anticipate that maybe there's going to be a hurricane. But you do have to anticipate that there'll be a Ruach Metsuya, a regular wind. If it's a windy day and the Delis comes down, you can't say, my Havalei Lamebat. So as long as the Delis is Yochel Lamoid Beruach Metsuya, that's going to be enough. It's when it can't withstand the Ruach Metsuya, that's when we have an issue. Now, the Gemara assumes... That a delis, that's Yechoyle Lamoid, Beruach Metsuya, but is Eino Yechoyle Lamoid, Beruach She'eno Metsuya, that's what we would refer to as a Shmira Pchusa. Meaning, what does it mean, Nabafenakaroi? What kind of Shmira do you have to make? You have to make sure it could withstand the Ruach Metsuya. Do I have to make sure it could withstand the Ruach She'eno Metsuya? No. In other words, I have to do a Shmira, but I have to be the best Shmira in the world. What's known as a, a Shmira Pchusa. Now, we're familiar with the term Shmir Abchusa, familiar with the term Shmir Mu'ulah, and the Gemara is going to segue into that discussion. Says the Gemara, Omer Rabmani Bar Patish, Rabmani Bar Patish said, Man Tana Mu'ud, the Sagalei Mishmir Abchusa, who is the Tan of our Mishnah who holds? That for a Shor HaMu'ud, all you need is a Shmir Abchusa, Rab Yehudahi, it must be Rab Yehuda. Now, our Mishnah is discussing a Mu'ud. How do you know our Mishnah is discussing a Mu'ud? It's Pasha, because we're talking about Sain. Sain is not something that's ordinarily Kavanosalahazik. It's not Karen. It doesn't have horns, right? And as a result, the assumption is that what happened in our Mishnah is either Shane or Regal, which is something that's Shriach for Sain. Now, Shane for Regal is more than The only time you have Tamus is when it comes to Karen. So the Chura, we're talking about a Mu'it. And we're saying, in other words, for Shein Verega, which is Mu'id, what do you need? You need a Shmir Pchusa. So who is the Tana that holds Mu'id? is Shmir Pchusa. So the Gemara says, we know it's Shittas Rabbi. Now we're going to the Mishnah. Kosher, Bible, Ben Moisera. If somebody had a Shar, and he tied up his Shar, Ben Moisera, by its reins, or he was not the fun of Karoi. The odds of his again went out and damaged. Rameh said, doesn't matter if the Shar is a Shar Tam, if the Shar is a Shar Muid, this person is going to be Chayv. And the reason is because even though he did a Shmura, a Shmira, but all he did was a Shmira Prusa, and a Shmira Prusa is not enough. Sign not for a Shar Tam, and sign not for a Shar Amud. Yudam Yehuda says, Tam, if it was a Shar Tam, Chayv, you're going to be Chayv, Muid Potter. But if it's a Shar Amud, you're going to be Potter. So for a Shar Tam, Shmira Prus is enough. But counterintuitively, Shmira Prus is not enough. You have to do a Shmira Mula. But for Shara Mu'ud, counterintuitively, a Shmira Prus is going to be enough. And it's based on a positive Shinemar. It says, Veloyishmirenu by love, by the Shara Mu'ud, Veshomer Huzeh. And Lamaisa, you did a Shmira. Rebbe Yazam, Rebbe Yazam is the third Shita. He holds English Shmira El Asakin. And when it comes to Shara Mu'ud, even a Shmira Mu'ul is not enough. You would literally have to take it with a knife and you would have to chop it up. But the bottom line is. The bottom line is, our Mishnah that says that for a Mu'ed, Shmira Pchus is enough, not but for Nekaroi, that it's Yichoi L'lamoid, B'tnei Ruach Metsuya. L'chur is going according to Rabbi Yehuda that holds that for a Mu'ed, a Shmira Pchus is enough. Because according to Rameyer, according to Rameyer, a uh, Mu'ed, just like a Tam, requires Shmira Mu'ula. 
According to Rabbi Eliezer, in Shmira, Lasakin, there is no such thing as Shmira. It's Navka Rabbi Yehuda that holds by a muid, in contrast to a tam, a Shmira Pchus is enough. So says the Gemara, Lechura, our Mishnah must be Rabbi Yehuda. But the Gemara says, no, it's not Mucha. You could say that our Mishnah is even going according to Rameir. Shani, Shem Veregel. Because our Mishnah, we said, is talking about Shem Veregel. And it could be Shem Veregel is different than a regular muid. Because here we have a Pasuk, as we're about to see, where the Torah is Memayit, it's Chiyav Shmir. In other words, this there Rameir is Chalik with Rabbi Yehuda. And Rameir holds that muid requires Shmira Ma'ula. That's a Shara muid of Karen. Where it happened once and twice and three times. Now already it's a Shoramud of Karen. There you need a Shmira Mu'ula. Tam Grad also needs a Shmira Mu'ula. But that Shoramud requires a Shmira Mu'ula. But over here we're not dealing with Karen. We're dealing with Shane Viregel. Shane Viregel, Hoyl Miyatayrabishmirasan. So over here, even Ramey is going to be minded that the Mu'ud of Shmira Pchus is going to be enough. What's the Makar to this idea that Shane Viregel, Atayrab Miyatayrabishmirasan? Dama Rabbaloza, Rabbaloza said, Dami Loza, I'm saying, Masisatana, this was taught in the Bryce, Abad Varim, Atayrab Miyatayrabishmirasan. This four mazikin, where the Torah was memayit shmir ve'eluhein bar ve'esh shein ve'regel bar. How do you know the Torah was memayit bar from shmira? What does it mean? The Torah was memayit bar from shmira. All you need to do is a shmira pchusa. It says kiyif tachish bar or kiyichre ish bar v'loyichasenu. Then you'll be chayiv. Hakiso pater. As long as he gave it a little bit of a kisoi, that's going to be enough. Esh, where do you find this by esh? Tachsev shalim yishalim hamaveres habeira. Right, those great words. That's where Rabbi Yochanan learns esh mishum chitza. But the point is, it says shalom yishalom amavras habeira, and we learn from there ada ovid kein maver that the only time you chayef eish is if you are like a maver. What does it mean you are like a maver? You are a pesheya. But if I did a shmira, even if it's a shmira prusa, it's not kein maver. I'm not mamish a pesheya, and that's enough for me to be puk. Shane, where do you find that? Shame the Torah was from Shmira. The Chesiv it says Ubiyer b'stei Acher, which we know is the pasuk of Shane, and we learn from there Ada Ovid Kein Ubiyer. So when the Torah mentions the mazik of Shane, it says Kiyaver Ish Sade Oikern Veshilach Es Biira Ubiyer b'stei Acher. Right? What does it sound like? You took your animal, you sent it into your friend's field, and you had it eat from your friend's field. So it sounds like you somehow encouraged it. As long as I don't encourage it, even if I only do a Shmira Prusa, No B'Fanei Karoi Lemaitz, it's not. Ke'enu beer, and that's why you're going to be potter. And finally, regel v'chsev v'shilach, and adavid ke'en v'shilach. We learn from there that you're not chayiv unless you did it ke'en v'shilach, ke'en when you sent the animal into your friend's field. Now the Gemara here chases over something that we already know from Dafdez and Dafgimel, and that is that when it says ubeer and it says v'shilach, it means shein v'regel, meaning the fact that kiyiftach ishbar or kiyich ishbar means bar. That's before in the Torah. The fact that Shalom Yishalom Hamavras Abeira means fire, that's because Hamavras Abeira is a fire. But how do you know Ubir Besteacher, Adovit Kain Beer means shame? And how do you know Veshilach, Adovit Kain Veshilach means regal? Maybe it's referring to something else. You're telling me, I know from here that shame for regal. Shmir Pchus is enough. Because Adavid Kein Ubir. Adavid Kein Veshilach. Who said Ubir Veshilach means Shein? Who said it means Rekos? Again, we know this. We're almost halfway through Mesechus Bava Gama. But the Gemara Chazis, it says the Gemara of Atanya, we learned to the Bryce of Veshilach Zehar Rekos. Veshilach means Rekos. V'chein hu oimer meshalchei Rekos ashar v'hachamor. Ubir zehar Shein v'chein hu oimer kashibar agol atumoy. Those are the two psukim that taught us in the beginning of the Mesechta what Shein and Rekos are. And from there we see that Shein Veregel is Ad Ovid Kein 
V'shilach ad'avid ke'en u'bir. Now, here the Gemara speaks out a little bit more. Time ad'avid ke'en v'shilach u'bir. Ha'loi avid loi. The bottom line is, so what was the point of Ramani bar Patish? That when the Mishnah says, ha'koyin eslein l'divin al'bofen ha'koroi. And the Brayse says, what does it mean? Koroi shichelam v'ruach metzuyah. That you see from Yashmir b'chus is enough. So he said, oh, who must the time of the Mishnah be? It must be Rabbi Yehuda. Who holds up by a mu'in shmir b'chus is enough. Zok the Gemara, it's not mu'chach. Lo'ilam, I can tell you, going even according to Rameir, is by the only time Rameir is chaylik with Rabbi Yehuda, and he holds that you need a shmir ma'ula for a muit. That's talking about where it's Karen. But over here we're not talking about Karen. We're talking about Shein Veregel. Shein Veregel is different. Why should Shein Veregel be different than Karen? Where do you find that the Torah was memayit Shein Veregel in a shmira? Because when the Torah said Shein, it said Ubiyah. And when it said Regel, it said Veshilach. And Ubiyah means Ke'ilu Yu facilitated it. V'shilach sounds like you sent it into the field. So when you do it in that oifin, it's only then you're chayah. But as long as it's not like that, as long as I have a shtikl shmira, even if it's a shmira prusa, that in and of itself is going to be enough. Our Mishnah's talking about shein v'regel. And being that our Mishnah's talking about shein v'regel, it's not muchach that our Mishnah's going dafka. I'll leave it to Rabbi Yehuda. One last gemara. Amr Abba, Rabbi said, The truth is, our Mishnah is really meduyik that way. Why? Isn't that interesting? Hakoinus soin ledir. What was the name of the last two prokim? Shar shanogach, shar shanogach. Everything's a shar and a shar, right? Shar lavdafka v'seder, right? First part of the daf. But everything is a shamar. Hechsin's a chamar. All of a sudden now you have hakoinus soin ledir. Why are we changing animals? So the Gemara says, Mechdi v'shar kaskin v'asi. We've been talking about shar ma'ishnodik tonit soin. So why all of a sudden did we pivot into the soin? Lav mishum. The reason probably is that Torah miata mishmirasan. Probably because the Mishnah wanted to tell me the halach of shmir and the Mishnah wanted to tell me the Allah of Shmir Abchusa, I'll leave it the Kuliyam. And the only time the Allah of Shmir Abchusa is true, I'll leave it the Kuliyam, meaning even I'll leave it the Rameyer, is when it's Sain, who has Shein Verevel but doesn't have Karen. And that's why we change, because if the purpose was to stand, tell me another halacha about an animal, you would have told me about a shark. The Territ says, because we want this halacha. The halacha is that v'nobu for now, karoi v'yotzev ezik is potter. Because all you need to do is a shmira prusa. So that's why we change from shark to tzayim. Tavke to make the Mishnah work. I feel I'll leave it to Rameir. Meaning, if this Mishnah was Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that even by a shar, a shmira prusa is enough, right? Let's understand this a little bit better. What's Rabbi trying to say? He's trying to say that if this Mishnah is going, Aliba the Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that even for Karen it's enough to do a shmira prusa, just tell it to me the Allah about a shar. The Territ says it's going dafka afilu Aliba the Rameir, who holds that by shar, shmira prusa is not enough. And being that the Allah of the Mishnah is that Shmir Abchus is enough, you had no choice but to change from Shart to time to tell it to me in a way where it's going to be true. Afilu Aliva Dirab Meir says the Gemara, so lav mishom. Obviously, the Khan, Karen, like Siva Bey, Shane Veregel, who the a little bit wordy, but the point is that being that we're talking about Tsoin, which doesn't have Karen, all it has is Shane Veregel, over there, even Rameir's Moida Tashmir Prusa, and that's Dafka why the Mishnah changed from Shar to Tsoin. The Kamash Malon, one last line, which by the way is a little bit of a Sassam Diga line, Ivan Mefarshim, it's not even clear what this line means. The Shane Veregel, the Muadden, who Shmamina. Kamash Malon, Shane Veregel, the Muadden, who Shmamina. What does that even mean? So Pasha, what it, Gemara is saying is that Rameyer is being mechalic between mood of Karen versus mood of Shein Veregel. The mood of Karen, 
requires a shmir mula, as opposed to mood of shame v'regal, it's enough to do a shmir pchusa. What's the difference? They're both mood then. The teretz says one is a mood mitchilasa, the other one only becomes a mood. So shmami kamashman the shame v'regal the muadin who meaning that their muadin mitchilasa, it's because of that. It's a little bit different, and there the halacha is a shmir pchus is giving enough keilu. A regular muid where it happened multiple times already, they have to do a shmir mula, as opposed to shem regular where it's the first time. There shmir pchusa is going to be enough. We're going to stop here and be'ez Hashem tomorrow. We're going to get really into parakakoynos. But as it relates to raid, going back to shorsha nogaches hapara, and really going back to the gemara on the bottom on the nun dalar on the base, I think it's kedai to read the gemara again. Shal Reb Chanina ben Agel. As Rabchia Barabba, Rabchanina ben Agel, as Rabchia Barabba, last line of Nun Dalad Amadez. Mitnei ma bedibre sarishoynois loy nema behem toiv. U bedibre sarachoynois nema behem toiv. Why is it that by the dibre sarishoynois, by the mitzvah of kibbutz of aim, it doesn't say the word toiv? Yet by the dibre sarachoynois, by the mitzvah of kibbutz of aim, it does say the word toiv. By the Dibbas HaKhronis, it says, Kabbalah Zavicha Vesimecha, Kashetzivcha Hashem Alekecha, Laman Yarichon Yamecha, Ulaman Yitavlach. By the Dibbas HaRishonis, it simply says, Kabbalah Zavicha Vesimecha, Laman Yarichon Yamecha, Alu Adom, Hashem Alekecha Noisen Lach, but it doesn't say the word Toif. Amaloi, so Rabchibar Abba told Rabchanina Ben Agol, Ad Sha'at Sheyaleni, Loma Loi Nema Behem Toif, Sha'aleni Im Nema Behem Toif, Im Lav. She any idea nema behem toiv imla. He says, why are you asking me why it doesn't say toiv by the dibris arishoynos? Keilu, you know for a fact that it doesn't say toiv. Wouldn't it make more sense to ask me whether it does say toiv or doesn't say toiv? Because I'll be honest with you, I don't know if it says toiv or not. So I'm a little taken aback that you know that it doesn't say toiv, being that I'm personally unsure. Either way, Rabbi Barabba told Rabbi Chinin Benagel. I don't know the answer to your question. Let's say what he has to say. So the Gemara says, went to Rab Tanchu Bachaniloi. He says, Tell me, did you ever hear anything from Bishul Ben Levi on this topic? He said, I'll be honest with you, I didn't. However, I'll tell you what I heard from Shmuel Bar Nachum, who was the uncle of Rab Achab Rab Chanino. Some say, he was the grandfather of Rab Achav Rab Chanina, who said that the reason it doesn't say Toiv by the Dibrois Harishoynois is Hoyl the Soifan Lehishtaver, being that it was going to break. And because it was going to break, the didn't want that the word Toiv should be written in the Luchais Harishoynois. And the reason is because Chas Vesholom Paska Toivim Yisrael, the Derek Agav, I saw in the Pirish from the Rekeach, a Dover Nifla, the Rekeach in Parshas Yisrael Ba'arichos and a Parshas Vaschan a little bit more Bekitzer, he goes through different nuances that you find between the Dibrit Sarishonis and the Dibrit Sarachronis and he learns it up and he says a pshat. But one thing he says, it's Mavur in the Gemara that it didn't say Toiv by the Luchas Harishonis. And the Luchas Harishonis ultimately were broken. What day were the, bro- what the Luchas Harishonis broken? It was B'Shiva Asa Batamas. He said, Shiva Asa, Yud Zayin 17 is the gematria of Toiv. He said, didn't say Toiv in the Luchas Arishonis, and that's where they broke. And when did they break? They broke on Yud Zayin Tamas. But the bottom line is, is that if you go through this Gemara, and you misspoin it with this Gemara a little bit, the Gemara is Mama Shapella. It sounds like Reb Bar Abba, and Reb didn't know whether it says Toiv by the Dibris Arishonis, which is a Pella, because Zil Kari Rav. Every child should know. 
A. B. If you don't know, so when no one's looking, you open up a Sefer Torah, you open up a Chumash, right? You look it up and you try to figure out does it say Torah or does it not say Torah? How's it Shaykh? How you talking? Just not sure. And not just that. Like he's taken aback that Reb Chanina ben Agul does know. Right? Reb Chanina ben Agul says, Tell me, why doesn't it say Taib? He says, Wow, you're so confident that it doesn't say Taib? He said, I don't know. Very wordy. But in general, it's a pella. Kiveger in Gulian Ashas. It says, So if you think the Gemara is a pella, wait till you hear what Toysus says. Quote. Now the context over there is a Gemara in Bava Basra, Perikesh, Neuchlin, Ayin, Chum. But this is what we need. The first line of Toysus. There were times that the Amairam were not Bikim and Psukim. You find this in the end of Parish Shoshanagah Sapara. So you see clearly that there were times, says Toysfis, that the Amairam did not know Mikra. Says Rabbi Kivager, you want to know. What's going on in this Gemara? And you're bothered? There's a Toysim. This is a very important Marumakim. Ayin Toysim of Abbasro. Dav Kufiud Gimel Amad Aleph. You'll see what's going on over there. Then it says that this idea that the Amiroim maybe weren't such Bikiim in Mikra. This is to this. Not so long ago in a raid by, we spoke at a Gemara, Mesech Tzavay Dezar, Daftal Ramad Alf. We mentioned the Gemara really quickly. The Gemara says, Meshtabach Lu Rabavo, Lemine Berev Safrad Adam Golbu. Rabavo, who we know was a. Car of the Malchus. So he was once telling the Hevra and the government, the powerful people about Reb Safra. They said he's an Adam Gadol. And because it is, they gave him some like grand rabbi status. And because of that, they exempted him from paying taxes for 13 years. He became a non profit. One day, they met him. So these Hevra meet Reb Safra and they told him, you know, we have a question. The Novi Amus said, I love you, the Jewish people, more than all the other nations in the world. Therefore, every time you do an Averech, I'm going to punish you. You can have all the terrible Einshim in the world. So they asked Rabbi Safra, Rabbi, maybe you can explain this to me. If somebody gets angry, right? Sometimes you're in a nervous mood. So who do you let it out on? On your good friend? So the Evishta says that because I love Klai Yisroh, Al-Kain, Efkoi, Dalechem, Eskol, Avoy, Neisechem. So Rav Safar heard the question, Ishtik, He didn't know an answer. So Romalei Suder, B'Tzavari, remember this? They took a Suder and they started choking him. V'kom Etzari, Os Rabavo, Rav Safar's Mazel. As this was happening, Rabavo walked by. Ashkechu, Amalama, Maim, Metzari, Sulei. Why are you giving him Tzar? Amrulei, V'lam, Amrulei, Adam Gadolu. He hasn't been paying taxes for years. And you told us he's an Adam Gadol. He can't answer. He says, whoa, whoa, slow down. Relax, right? Take a deep exhale. He says, I told you that he knows how to say Lundus. I told you he knows Mishnah. I told you he knows Gemara. Did I ever tell you he knows Psukim? I never said he knows Psukim. Nobody lied. He's a big rabbi in his Indian. But nobody necessarily said he knows Psukim. Before Isha Gemara. That it's Shaykh Lechura to be a big rabbi, Psafra, but at the same time, not necessarily be such a, a Baki and Mikra, another Gemara. 
Gemara above a basrut of Chesam and Alf. Also a short Gemara, also a classic. Rebbe Pasach Oitzris Bishnei Bitsiris. So it was once a hunger. We know Rebbe was a great Sikvir, and he opened up his Oitzris during the hunger. For Omar, and he said very mysteriously, he didn't want to give food to everybody. He only wanted to give food to the Bnei Torah. So he said, Yikonsu Bali Mikra. He said, Anyone that knows Mikra should enter. Then he said, Bali Mishnah, Bali Gemara, Bali Alocha, Bali Agoda, Avol Ame Yoritz, Al Yikonsu. And Amoritz can't come in. In the meantime, Dochak Rabbi Yonison ben Amram. Rabbi Yonis ben Amram, who was a Talmud of Rabbi, he entered. Now, he didn't want Rabbi to know that he's a Chashavayid. He told him, Rabbi Parnasani. He said, Give me food, Rabbi, I'm starving. I need food. He said, Rabbi told him, Bini Karisa? You ever learned Mikra? Amalei Lav? No. Shanisa? You ever learned Mishnah? Amalei Lav. He said, We have a deal. The deal is, Bali Mikra, Bali Mishnah, but you're an Amaretz. Say, I can't. Amalei said, He told him, Parnasani Kikelevukairev. He said, my worst than a Kelev and an Oirev? The Ebeshta supports the Kelev and the Oirev. What, you're worse than the Ebeshta? I understand. If the Ebeshta is willing to do it, why won't you do it? And the Gemara says, Parnasei. Afterwards, Rabbi Yadchalush Sadas, and he found out that it was his Talmud, and then he felt good about what happened. The Rashash, on this Gemara right here, on Bava Basra Davches, he says, Adav Nifla. Zokter Rashash. Mashma, it's Mashma from this Gemara, the Efshe Shiyah Bali Mishnah Bali Gemara, Veloi Bali Mikra. That it's possible to be a Bali Mishnah and a Bali Gemara, but not be a Bali Mikra. How so? Because you see that, what did Rebbe say? Yavoyu Bali Mikra, Bali Mishnah, Bali Gemara. If the only way to be a Bali Mishnah is if you're already a Bali Mikra, then Lechaira, once you said Yavoyu Bali Mikra, so what do you mean Bali Mishnah? He had to have been included in the, in the Bali Mikra. So Balkarchach, that's the way it is. Bechen Kishay Shivu, when, it, when this Talmud came in, and what did he ask them? He said, Karisa? She said, Loi. Shonisa? He said, Loi. What was the question, Shonisa? If he said, I didn't learn Mikra, so Balkarchach, he didn't learn Mishnah. Zokter Ashash, you see from this Gemara, it's not a stira. You could be someone who's about Mishnah, but he's not about Mikra, and then he fears us, this is what he writes. He said, I've heard people that they say things about Yidin that are Bikim, Bishasu Poiskim, but they don't have such a Yad in Mikra, right? Just put this in the context of the times when the Rashash lived, Haskal, etc. And you see from this Gemara that it's not a stira. In Gambi Omeyam, even in the times of the Amairam, in the Tanan, there was already such a Musik that you could be a Baal Mishnah, you could be a Baal Gemara, but you're not a Baal Mikra. The bottom line is, there are Mekairas to what Toysus is saying. And that is this idea that sometimes even the Amairam, even the Gedoyli Amairam, maybe weren't such Bikiyam, in Psukim. But to learn it up in this Gemara is a Pella. Now, Toysus quotes this Gemara. Rabbi Kivega's Toysus is Soif Perak Shashanagachasapara. But it's Eno Yoimer Eladershuni. At the end of the day, it's Mamash Apella. It's a Posik in Dasaris Adibris. We're not handling here how to learn up a Shtikl Torah in Amos. We're not trying to know whether a haste about Mikra. Whether he could say the Vart in Mikra the same way he could say the Vart in Bavakamla, that's not what's going on over here. This is Pasha, does it say Laman Yitavlach by the Dibrois Harishoyness? It's Mama Shapella. I saw the Chidah in all his farm asks this Kasha. The Chidah asks it in his Pesach Einayim right here, Alatar. He asks it even more stark in his Sefer Yor Ein Zoicher. It's Mareches Aleph. There he asks it with a tkifos. He brings Toysus and Baba Basra, that Kufiyu Gimel, and he says, 
ומד גם אמרו רזל בצורך תלמוד חכם ליאס בוקי בחופת על הצפורים והביאו רשי ופירש על התורה פרשס כיסיסו can't not know a Pesach in Parshas Yisroi. This Toysvis and the Gemara of Yudhuzara and Baba Basra, Tavches, I don't think is going to help you for this. And if that's the case, we're a shtukl stock here. Now the Chidah says that if you take a look in all the Svarim, there's many Jerushim to learn Pshad and this Gemara. And he says, Balkarchach, you're going to have no choice, but you're going to have to say one of these Jerushim. I prepared some of it, but we're going to save it for another day. But I'll just tell you one Dover Nifla, and that is Rabruvim Margolis. You knew this was going there. In his Sefer, Hamikra Vahamasaira. So one of the 50-plus svarim that Ruben Margolis wrote is a sefer called HaMikra V'HaMesoira. And in the sefer HaMikra V'HaMesoira, it's literally his first essay. He talks about this Gemara. And he brings out all the pleas of this Gemara. Number one, how is it possible that Reb Bar Abba didn't know whether it says L'man Yitavlach in a passage in the Torah? He says, besides, if you weren't sure, just open up a sefer Torah. Go by Yibin Soyar and take it out and, and look. And you'll see if it's there or if it's not there. Lach <coughs> Eitzel this Yid who once heard Torah from Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, right, there's so many Gemaras and Shas where you find there were questions about different things that they would open up a Sefer Torah and they would figure out what it said. So why is this something here that they were not able to, and besides just the whole reaction of Rabbi Barabba, I'm taking it back that you're so confident. I mean, let's say Rabbi Barabba Taka wasn't sure, like Toysa says in Baba Basra, but why is he shocked that Rabbi Chanina ben Agul knows? It's a, it's a Gatim and Levin that Rabbi Chanina ben Agul was Mavis Edge of Parashas Yisrael and he had a good enough Zikarin to remember that it doesn't say Laman Yitavlach and he made that maybe it was about Kaira as he knows I don't know Kacha Vamaisa it's the reaction of Rabkhir Bar Abba that makes this Gemara even more pelleting he didn't know it said he didn't open up a Sefer Torah I don't know maybe it's a Kacha Vamaisa but why is he so taken aback that Rabkhir Bar Abba somehow is, is taking it for granted it's just a Pella and he says besides he says, I'll show you Gemaras, where Rabkhir Bar Abba was a tremendous bucket of Mikra. I said, these are the Knechas that only Rabruvim Margolis is going to add. He says, take a look at Masechtis Brachas Taflamet Chesam and Beis. The Gemara says that Ulfa asked Rabkhir Bar Abba a question. He says that if you count all the Yoytse Mitzrayim, Amish Dova Beitoy Matoy, he says, if you count all the Yoytse Mitzrayim, he says, if you count, it says you're going to have 69. Yeah, we know it was 70. Rabbi Rabbi said right away, yeah, I know the Cheshvin, but it was Yechevich, he was Nolda Ben Achaymas. Right, he didn't say, let's open up a Chumash, how do you know it's 70, maybe it's 69, right? He seems to be knowing what's going on over here in these Gemaras. He quotes another Gemara, Baba Basra, that Kufchav Gimel Aleph, with a carrot, he seems to have mastery over these in Yonim, Al-Regalachas, and here he pushes, he can't even believe that Rabbi Ben Agel knows what's going on. So he says like this, I think the Pshat has to be a Dover Pashat. He says, Yesh Lachka. You had the Dibris or Yishoinois, and you had the Dibris or Achreinois. So the first Aseris Adibris and the second Aseris Adibris are written differently in the Torah. We also had two Luchais. There was the Luchais or Yishoinois, and there was the Luchais or Achreinois. He said, Yesh Lachgar. The Luchais, which had the Aseris Adibris written in it, those two sets of Luchais, did the Luchais or Yishoinois have what was written in the first Aseris Adibris, and the Luchais Shniois had what was written in the second Aseris Adibris? Or maybe Sai the Luchas Arishonos and Sai the Luchas Shniyos had written in it the original Aseris Adibris that was Mamish, it was the Shechina that was talking What was written on the Luchas? Was the two Luchas corresponding to the two Aseris Adibris? Or maybe the second Luchas had in it exactly what was written on the first Luchas? 
The truth is, if you look in the Pasuk and the Torah, the Pasuk says clearly that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he wrote the second Luchais, so the Pasuk says, Vayichtav, he wrote what was written on the first Luchais. And it's a little bit mashma from there that maybe he wrote word for word Vasagishtanin in the first Luchais. Or maybe no. Maybe what it means is he wrote Taseris Adibris, the Indian, the Noise of the first Luchais, but not necessarily word for word. So he says, Lule de Mistafino. And he says, I think it's endless that that's what's going on in this Gemara. Shal Rab Chanina ben Agro, Les Rab Chiba Rabbo, Mitnei Ma, Bidibris, Harishoy Nois, Loi Nema Behem, Toif, Ubidibris, Akrenis Nebem, Toif. His question was never whether or not it says, Lamanitav Loch in the Torah. Lamanitav Loch in the Torah, open up a Chumish. You'll see. That was never even his question. His question was, why is it that it didn't say toiv by the luchais huachroinois? Why did it not say toiv by the luchais harishoinois, yet it said the word toiv by the luchais harishoinois? So Rabbi heard the question Rabbi Benadol said. He says, wow, you're making a hanoch over here. You're making a hanoch that just like it doesn't say toiv by the luchais harishoinois, so too it didn't say toiv by the luchais harishoinois. As opposed to by the where it did say toif, so menmelo by the luches achroinos it said toif. Hence your question, why this distinction and this discrepancy between the two sets of luches? By one it didn't say toif, by the other one it didn't say toif. His question was, why in the luches harishoinos no toif and luches achroinos toif? So says Rabbi you're making an assumption? You're telling me, you know for a fact that there was this chilik between? I don't know that for a fact. As a matter of fact, I always wondered this question. I always had this chakira. Maybe the two luchais were one and the same. And if by the luchais harishoinois, if by the dibris harishoinois it didn't say toiv, so by the luchais harishoinois it zichet didn't say toiv, maybe by the luchais harishoinois it also didn't say toiv. Because the Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu wrote exactly what it said by the luchais harishoinois. So you're making an assumption there was a chilik between the two sets of luchais. How do you know there's a chilik between the two sets of luchais? Maybe the luchais are one and the same. A chilik in the dibris? I bet it's a chilik in the dibris. Go ask a kid. That's only Parshat Yisrael. Be Mavisedra. Frege Malkair. Why is that a chiddish? Rabchiba Rab is not sure what Toysu says. Sometimes they didn't know. You want to tell me you don't have to learn a Pasuk and Amos Mimei? Again, it's a Toysu. Rabchiba quotes the Toysu. Toysu is Toysu. But the Chidda and the Gedalia Achrayim, no one understands this. It's from the Shvaris of Toysu in Chas. Not the most lavish, but from the Shvaris. Right, it's a very hard Toysu to understand. How do you make sense of this Gemara? Rabchiba Rab is The Terry since he was said, Ooh, Rabchinina Benagel, I'm impressed. You know for a fact. It's interesting. I always had this Chakira. He says, Why don't you go? I think Rabbi Shua Ben Levi may have known the answer to this question. He was a mother that God, and this was his sugyo, this was his Indian. I think he's going to know. Now, Rabbi Shua Ben Levi is not here, but yeah, that Talmud. You can go ask this Talmud. Maybe this Talmud's going to know. So, what happened? The Talmud goes to Rabbi Shua Ben Levi. Uh, he goes to this Yidra, and he says, I'll tell you the truth, I never heard from Yishu Malevi, but I'll tell you what I did here. I heard it from another Yid, an uncle, a Zayda, whoever it was. But he says, I'll tell you what I did here. I heard that the reason, that the reason it didn't say toy by the Dibris Harishoinois is because the Luchas Harishoinois were going to be broken. And Chas V'shal and Pasuk Ketoyvim Yisrael. And that's not something that we wanted. As opposed to the Luchas Shnias, which were not going to be broken. Something that weren't going to be broken over there was able to see Toiv. Said Rav Bruvah Margolis, no one said anything about Luchas. 
Why, why are we jumping to Luchos now? The question was really more in the Dibris. It wasn't in the Luchos. The Terrence says that was the whole question. The question was Luchos. That was the Shaila. How come in these Luchos Azoi and those Luchos Azoi? Rabbi Chibar, Rabbi said, I'll tell you the truth. I'm not 100% sure. He says, why don't you go find out? And what did they find out? They found out that the first Luchos were written like this and the second Luchos were written like that. He says, it's Pasha. It has to be Pshan in this Gemara. You know, there's so many Knechas and all these Shtick. We always speak this out. And you have to go through the notes. Sometimes there's more nifledigger things in the notes in these small little essays that Rumor Golis wrote, even then in the shtickle itself. So one of the things he says is, I incited that memo medalev. We spoke about this Gemara when we learned cited that memo medalev. But the Gemara there says, Rabavov, Iklulu Asra. If you remember this Gemara, there Rabavo, Rabbi they once came to a certain place. Rabavo Darish Bagadata. Rabavo got up to give a drosh here, and he spoke in Agadata. Rabhi Barabba Darish Bishmaitza. Rabhi Barabba got up and he gave a lumdis. Shafku Kuli Amul Rabhi Barabba Vazalagabi Rabavo. So the whole item left. Rabchia Barab, nobody wanted to hear his shir, and instead they went to Rabavo. And the Gemara says, Chalish dieted Rabchia Barab. Rabchia Barab had Chalish Sadas. He got up, right? he was saying, Pshad and Bar, that it's a different type of mazik than all the Arbab and Zazikin. And the Ilam wanted to hear the chiluk between the Luchas Arishonis and the Luchas Achroinis and the Chshivas of the Oistas, right? That's what they wanted to hear. And he had Chalish Sadas. So he told them, Emshulcha, Mashal, Ma, Davadim, you're fakoifing something that not everybody's able to pay for, not everybody can afford. It's for the mail, and nobody's going to you. He says, I'm fakoifing Zah that everyone's able to afford and as a result people are running to me but who were the two Amayra? it was Rabavo and it was Rabchia Barabba Rabavo was darshaning in Agadita Rabchia Barabba was darshaning in Shmaitza he couldn't get up and darshan by Gadatas. Rabbi Margolis says, it's not a coincidence that what happened? Rabbi Chanina ben Agol comes to Rabbi Barabba and he said, So what did he tell him? He told him, I'll tell you the truth. I don't even know. This is not my Indian. I can tell you. This is not my. The different Maduris and all these in Yonah. But this is the way. He can tell you, because he was a Baki Ba'agod. He said, Chminish Kain Baki Ba'agod. It's Rabchia Barabalushi Tosli in that Gemara. In Mesech Tesaita, Dachmem HaMeralaf. All these nuances. It's Mamish B'derech Nifla. But the bottom line is, said Rabbi Ruben Margolis, that Yech Shloim Rapshad in this Gemara was, they were never handling the Divras. They were handling the Luchas. That's Taka, an interesting question. Something that requires someone on the pay grade of Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi. And now you know the rest of the story.